When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So how you been, bro? What you been I've up been to, good, bro? I've been good. Uh, I've been just chilling, just doing absolutely nothing. What do you mean absolutely <laughs> nothing, bro? I don't want to hear <laughs> I that. that. I, I've been doing like I've been doing freelance shit. I've been yeah. I've been trying to form a portfolio so I can have something to show to clients. For mm-hmm. I study advertising, right? So yeah. I'm trying to get a better portfolio. It's really hard just because creativity wise. Yeah. People think I'm, you know this. People think creativity is easy. It's you know? not. It's not easy. People think that yo, oh, yo, you. Carlos just came up with this shit like out of nowhere. They, like, they just see the outside. They don't exactly, see like the work put in. Exactly. No, dude. There's a lot that goes, especially into advertising, marketing. You would know you've marketed yourself very well, obviously. Respects, respects. Very well, obviously. And mm-hmm. like, you know that you got to have a message. You got to have a certain feel. You got to have a certain feel that people want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've obviously captured it. The nostalgia. You got that mm-hmm. shit down lock, bro. You got two. You got two channels, and they're they're doing good. You just gotta. You have to have an idea of like what the market is and what's yes. missing in the market. What's missing in the market because supply and demand. It, I, like it, all it is is so everything. Is no matter supply. what industry, whether yeah. it be like shoes, whether it be clothing, yeah. whether it be like fucking even food. Sometimes even you know food, what I mean. Yeah. If if there's a demand for it, you supply People that demand. Want. Exactly. Right? Hey, the, the Wolf of Wall Street. Sell me this pen. Yeah, right? exactly. Exactly. Yo, yo, can you write your name? No, okay, I got you this pet. <laughs> that's just how it works. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. You just got to find out what, because I feel like a lot of it is too, if you want to blow up fast or if you're looking to have like that moment of, wow, you see how how, how mm-hmm. quick he grew? Yeah. You have to find that moment of, oh, he knows the trends mm-hmm. or like you can see what trends are coming in. So for example, I think um, there's this company that does like NFTs and shit mm-hmm. and they did it with NBA, you know, NBA Top Shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when NFTs started first emerging, they were one of the first ones and they're doing pretty much NBA cards, like oh, trading cards, but it's online. It's real money. And then yeah. It becomes real money. And now those cards or those like NFTs, they go for $50,000, $100,000, depending on how rare it is. Yeah. So if you can hop on a trend early or see kind of where culture is moving toward, yeah. Then you can capitalize. You can capitalize hella, bro. Mm. Hella. And especially with, okay, fitteds. We were talking about this earlier. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you were, you're telling me you've been on fitteds. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but that was when people didn't like it. People mm-hmm. were with the snapback, the dad, the dad hat. I always changed with the trends too, though, because yeah, I had I had fitteds, I had mm-hmm. snapbacks, and I had dad hats. Mm-hmm. But I'd have to like, okay, well, what are people rocking right yeah. now? Because then you you hop out with a fitted, everybody's wearing snapbacks. So yeah. It's like a little bit weird, yeah. you know? No, and ever since like from I can remember grade eleven, grade twelve, yeah, you've had this very traditional nostalgia type vibe. Not mm. like not like this is how I saw you. Yeah, right, right. Get a nostalgia vibe, and I think now is where you found out that yo, this is my shit. Mm. And people will watch this shit. No, that's fast though. Yeah. That's actually kind of fast. Yeah, like in because people appreciate it. Yeah, exactly. Like mm. I, I noticed you were like you were on Jordan ones first. Like I know for in terms of sneakers, everyone was like, okay, Jordan fours. Mm. Yeah, the, the Ultra Boost, bro. No one wears that shit no more. Yeah. But no, you. you I, were, never exactly. <laughs> I never copped Ultra Boost. I never copped. Thank God you did it, bro. The only Ultra Boost I caught were from the Philippines, Green Hills, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Green Hills. That, that's the that's like the P Mall, the Pacific dude, Mall, right? Dude. It's it's a on crack Pacific Mall. It's on crack because like you'll find Yeezys with a Gucci snake wrapping right. around it. <laughs> you got you got Jordans with off white Dior collab before the collab has even happened. <laughs> like bro, <laughs> what is this? But the thing is, some of them look legit. Yeah. Like okay, this is what I want to ask you. What are your thoughts on reps? What are your thoughts on bro, this he, whole rep co- uh, replica? He, he, here's the thing, because w- when you talk about reps, it's like. It, d- it depends how how in the culture you are, mm-hmm. right? If, if you're an OG and you came from, like, everybody who's ro- rocking, like, the sevens, the six, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? The OGs, they had the real, they had to line up. They had to, like, put their heart and soul yeah. into the game to kind of get into the game, you know? But now it's different. The game's different because everything is resell. Yeah. So you can look at it two ways. You can look at it, like, 
okay, people want to take part, yeah. but we can't even buy. You can't exactly. even take part anymore. Yeah, you can't take part because of resale. Yeah. So resellers is what is what's toxic in the game right now. So I I allow I allow reps, but I wouldn't consider them like true sneakerheads, like yeah. OGs and shit. If, like, if you if you rock it like that, if you're gonna get reps. Like my person, you're gonna wear. You're gonna buy them to wear. Yeah, you're gonna yeah, buy yeah. them to wear them. You're gonna beat them up. Like you don't care because these are reps, right? Mm-hmm. There's also this thing I've heard where the sneaker community is gone. Like it doesn't exist. Yeah, anymore. yo, no it's, cap, it's, it's gone. gone. It's dead, bro. Exactly. It I don't. Sucks. I don't even think there is a sneaker community anymore. Yeah. It's just like if you like sneakers, you like sneakers now. Yeah, it's kind of gone, and it, it sucks because I remember when we were in high school, bro. It was it was cool. We'd be like, "Yo, you see this? Yo, we're gonna line up for that shit." Yeah. I remember you, and was it Leitner? You yeah, guys me and Leitner lined up. For lined the up. Timberlake one. The no, no, we, we lined up for the shadows. The oh, shadow shadows, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yo, I remember when you got those shadows. Every man was hyped. Yeah, because <laughs> there was a sneaker community. Mm-hmm. We all thought, "Yo, that shit's hard to get," and you were able to get it. Blessed, and you got it for retail. Yeah, but which now, is amazing. now it's like people just get the fakes and shit. Dude, yeah, and it's hard. It's so it's so hard to tell. Like I couldn't even. Not, I'm not gonna cap. If someone pulled up with reps, I wouldn't be you able wouldn't to know. tell. You know. Unless like I put them in my hand and had yeah. the other pair with me. Mm-hmm. But nobody's checking your shit like that, bro. No one's checking shit. Personally, I would wear reps just to wear them. Just mm-hmm. to like, for example, I'll get a pair of dunks. I don't care. I'll yeah, get yeah, dunks yeah. Just to wear them because I think they they look nice. Mm-hmm. But I don't have the money to afford the fucking real ones. Yeah, yo. At the end of the day, just do you. You know what yeah. I mean? Because like, realistically, no one's getting. Nobody's checking you. Yeah. Nobody's checking. At the end of the day, just do you. But I consider like, let's say, if you're a true sneakerhead, I personally, I, it, it feels if feels ill to me like if i buy reps and like yeah um, i know it's, it's yeah. not to me to me yeah, personally 100%. but like if it doesn't bother you then you'll run with your shit you know mm-hmm. like don't let don't let nobody tell you any different like exactly. just do your thing do your shit mm-hmm. exactly i mean and that's why you're here now isn't it <laughs> yeah bro because you can you can take that mentality and bring it to anything yeah. like you can take that mentality it's just confidence right mm-hmm. just that's run true. run yeah, with what you want to do mm-hmm. right run with what you want to do run with like how you feel yeah. other people if they if they fuck with they'll fuck with you if they don't fuck with they don't fuck with you that's it how do you find those people though how do you find those people that 100 fuck with you and those people who are just with you because yo this guy's gonna get big i'm just trying to fuck with this guy because he's gonna get okay big. He, 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 how did, do you find those people i feel like you have to have an idea of how people are you have to know enough people to see patterns okay. Does that make sense oh okay yeah, yeah so yeah. you can kind of tell like archetypes from people i'm not saying a lot of people are the same i'm not saying that but i'm saying you can see tendencies in certain people like you can start to see let's say oh i know robin he he used to do his homework like this so he has a tendency to, to do this to shit, do yeah. this okay. type of shit you know what i mean because yeah. it's, it's like patterns and stuff right mm-hmm. i see his type of character later down on the road i'm gonna be like okay that's how he's acting in this situation. Mm-hmm. When it comes to a situation like this, I can see similarities where he might act a certain way oh, according to. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what it is. But you also have to be like, I'm always like, I give full respect to anybody mm-hmm. right when I meet them. Yeah. Until they give me a reason for for them not to, yeah, not to be respected. To lose right? their respect. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta lose your respect. You know what I mean? I'll give you respect, but you have to lose your oh, respect. Oh, yeah, no, that's big. You gotta always give respect. It's always respect in the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. Never after. They don't gain your respect. You give respect, you can only lose respect. Exactly. That's like, no, that's actually a good, good thing to live by. Mm-hmm. Because like, for me, how I would determine is because if they can tell me something that I, in 100% truth, yeah. I know they're like that's one simple way is that I know they're gonna be real. Mm-hmm. Like for example, yo, Robin, that does not look on good on you. Yeah, if they're straight up with if you, right? Straight up, mm-hmm. exactly. Like that's one easy way to find real, real people, real homies, yeah, real friends. They'll be straight up. They'll be like, nah, dude, that shit is whack. Because pe- some people like they beat around the bush and shit. Yeah, and, I mean it, it's it's good for um. But- for certain things for, certain for like things. what's that word like self what, what's it called uh, self, self-esteem self-esteem it's good for yeah. self-esteem but it's really doing them a disservice because later <laughs> it's like a false self-esteem feel me <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it's yeah, like yeah. you're you're bigging them up but they're not even that should be big like, up like, like that you see those men on tiktok who are dancing mm-hmm. but like bro you really aren't doing yeah saying like yo you're really not that good bro. i know but, but like, everyone gasses them see, up yo, the comments. See, here's the thing here's the thing fam the I see so many people like they get bigged up because of like let's say their music or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. that do not need that you know what I mean <laughs> they need to be told they need to get better feel me or they're not gonna get better it's it's so funny because like they actually think they're good it's because it's a it's a it's a false like um it's an illusion because yeah. people give them that like, you know what I mean okay no hate no hate to man who like think they're good. of course like, like, of course dude, if you're no good hate. you're good yeah okay? but like sometimes managers need to be told mm-hmm. it's not for you but at the same time it is hard though because how how would you tell somebody oh, yo you're, you're not doing that well right now the thing is i'd have to have known them for a while right yeah yeah i yeah. can't meet a person 
Actually, no, it could go in two ways. Because if you've just met that person, mm-hmm. you can say, yo, your thing is shit. But the thing is, they might not listen to you because yeah. you just met them. But if, like, I've known them for a while, I know who they are, what they're actually capable of, mm-hmm. then, yeah, I'll be like, yo, 100%. You're not good at it, okay? You can find something else. You're way more talented than this. Do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you got you to gotta be, be respectful, but you have to... Cause it, it depends on the person too, right? How they take it. Yeah. Cause you know me, you can tell me sh- like, yeah. if I'm doing something shitty, then yeah. you're like, yo, that's fucking whack. Then yeah. I, I won't take it no, no way. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, okay, I, I agree or whatever. And also it's a thing of other people might not see your vision. So let's say you're in creative. Oh, let's put, let's put yeah, yourself yeah, yeah. in their I got shoes. You, I got you, I got if you're you. a creative and people are telling you like, oh, I don't f- with the vision. I don't see it. I don't see it. Yeah. If you truly believe in it, mm-hmm. then prove us wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, 100%. that's the way you can look at it too. Oh uh, yeah. So, no, that's true, that's so you true. can use it either as like a, a motivator or you can use it as a way of like, okay, maybe I should switch things yeah, up. Yeah, switch things right? up. Yeah. And I feel like just being, trying to be different is hard. Yeah. Just trying to be different and doing your own stuff so that you can get, so you can, people see your vision is really hard. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that with you and Gavin, like I'm trying to remember, like I'm trying to bring it back to, grade, <laughs> to high school. To bro. high school, yeah. Like you guys had your own vision. Everyone's like, yeah, nah, yo, that's stupid, bro. Yeah. Like, so some people didn't see it in the beginning, right? <laughs> they don't the, see it in the beginning. But the thing is because like our whole high school friend group of guys, mm-hmm. I feel like we were all 100% real with each other so we were just like mm-hmm. yo that shit ain't, ain't gonna work whatever but then you guys kept going at it and then eventually like there's like you Jalen, you got d'angelo you guys have yeah you guys have done your own stuff and you found your your niche you found your your thing you found people who see your vision mm-hmm. who see your vision and then now people are realize that realizing what your vision was and be like oh shit it made sense yeah yeah which yeah. is really cool which is really really because cool. it's just important because i wouldn't want to do something to please others i would want it to to please myself first Mm -hmm. i mean so whatever i whatever i do no matter like what projects i go into it's gonna be for myself first Uh, i mean yeah but at the same time i'm still taking into account like how how other people would see it yeah but i don't make that like the catalyst of like oh whether i'm gonna do it or not yeah i I think there's a fine line though there's a fine line where you gotta be like sure it's not gonna please everyone but it's only gonna certain please like please a certain amount of people mm-hmm. which is what you have and it's really good like i've seen your your community and all your stuff it's amazing you guys have a nice community you guys respects, respects. You, you guys got nice supporters you got yeah. men in your comments actually commenting yo i look forward to this shit you know how much that probably makes you feel really good because yo it really, means the most bro yo, it means they the really most. look forward to watching your shit and yeah it, it's really fun like i think it, it boosts your self-esteem oh yeah like, yeah it, it boosts your self-esteem makes you want to do shit more it's a big motivator for yeah. sure biggest motivator yeah and like just as a creative overall anyone who can support even especially when it's a random person yeah who, across the world you mm-hmm. don't even know and they say yo your shit's blood dude it's amazing i think that's really cool yeah for and sure like, bro. for me that's what i have, have found really hard as a creative because like i've been doing only small shit mm. like i'm just doing small graphic design stuff which is good for experience and yo stuff. fam no like not a lot of people know this like you're one of the reasons i started the podcast <laughs> like even even if you don't think that like how how dog you're the first person to do a podcast locally oh if you really bag it like you're the only person i knew with a podcast yeah no because me uh shout out to spencer i don't know if you're watching this but me and him we started because we were like fuck it dude I, spencer loves talking i love talking why not just mm-hmm. do a podcast and we did it for fun we did it over when covid started yeah it was perfect timing it was perfect timing yeah. but i think we did it a bit too early i think you you got it at the right time, but I think we did it a bit too early. But you know, you know what though? There's never too early, bro. There's listen, listen. There's never too early. Cause listen here. You can you can be early and then find your way through. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Find your way through the mm-hmm. jungle, right? Mm-hmm. Cause even if you are early, yeah. you need those like first couple, let's say first couple episodes yeah. or first couple like experiences. It's like your roots. It's your yeah, roots. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay, because then you know how to go, how to like how to navigate go. through. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you go down, you go on a journey for the first time. Yeah. You're not gonna know the path. That's true. Mm-hmm. But after you do a couple times, you do a little bit of you, practice. You already know where to go. You got exactly. Right. Yeah, we because we started it for fun. We were like, mm-hmm. screw it. We just did it over. I forgot what it was called. It was like a random online recording software. Yeah, we would just record there. We're like, all right, you upload to Spotify. That was it. Mm. And we, we only did audio only. Then we tried doing video. That That's a lot of work. Mm. I know how much work you guys it's go through. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot of work, bro. You guys may think these one hours are just cut and paste. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 It's not because sometimes stuff goes out of sync mm. and you got to sync that shit up again. You got to. It's so much shit, and bro. Especially people, way- people don't realize like it's a lot in the behind the scenes. I'm not even going to yeah. count. But no, like I appreciate you seeing me as to why you started. Yo, fam, tell me this, like. 
Who inspired you guys? I'm curious. Who inspired uh, you guys? Bobby Lee, bro. If Bobby you know Lee? Bobby yeah. Lee's hilarious. Yeah, I used to watch Bobby, like I I watched hella Bobby Lee back. Bobby Lee's so funny. He has no filter. But yeah, that's yeah, yeah. The, that's the thing. We want to get to that point where you're no filter and no one will cancel you. Mm. Because of cancel culture, you cannot say stuff that you really want to say. Yeah. Because when you're small and then someone overhears that, that'll blow up and say, yo, this guy said this. Mm. Yo, he's he's a he's a he's, he doesn't screw with feminists or whatever. Like they it's, it's, it's hard though it's really hard it's hard because you never know so many, there's so many different types of people that watch a certain niche of content right yeah and you never know one person might have an experience with that that rubbed them the wrong way exactly and which is fair you know which is fair you can't like you but you gotta you gotta do you at the end of the day like if you want to you wouldn't it wouldn't be your content if you didn't do if it you like didn't do you it like yeah, know what i mean exactly. It's because of Bob. It really is because of Bobby. Yeah, Bobby Lee's your biggest inspiration. Yeah, <laughs> like the, his whole setup, his whole thing. We're like, yo, this is nice. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because Spencer, he's been a talker. He's always a talker. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, even as parents have said, yo, you should do a podcast or or do do radio or whatever. Mm. So I was like, you know what? I'm not doing anything. I might as well try it. Yeah, bro. I might as well try it. Like, why not? Eh? That, that's a lot of. That's a lot of. That's a mentality to have. That's really good mm. because. If you don't know how to do it, why not figure out how to do it? Exactly. Because you never know. It might help you near the end. It'll... I preach that all the time, bro. Exactly. All the it's time. A, yeah, yeah, exactly. Taken, I never did like no test run of this shit. Nothing. Like yeah. I just went, hopped on, like, let me see if I'm good at it. That's it. Exactly. And if any of you out there who want to start a podcast, just do it. Yeah. Find your niche. It's... I'm not saying it's bad to copy people. But like, bro, <laughs> so we're getting, we're, no cap, we're getting some, some mans that are copying us and, and shit now, but like, it, it's a way of flattery. I, I understand yeah. like they're, it's flattering, but when it comes down to fucking copying the exact, exact to, to the T, to the bro, T bro, to the T. then it's like, you're just ripping off now. Yeah. But I, I always preach to steal but steal properly. So yeah. for me, I steal a lot, but you wouldn't notice because I yeah. steal in a way that like I make it my own. Mm -hmm. So for example, let's say in my clothing, when oh, I first did- I remember this. I remember this. Yeah. With the socks, fam. I remember. With, the, with the reflective socks, mm -hmm. right? I took elements from other designers. Yeah, you did. But people wouldn't know because I put two things together and kind of married it. Your one, yeah. You know I mean, like, I don't want, I don't want to disclose it though. Cause <laughs> Like oh shit, that's where he gets his inspiration from. But no. I, but but for example, look at Tarantino. I said this before, but look at Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino said, "Good artists copy exactly, but great artists steal." Whoa. So in the sense that when you steal something, you don't get caught. Yeah, you know what I mean. When you steal something, you hide it. But when you copy something, it's just blatantly yeah. obvious. You know, because when you steal something, you make it yours. Yeah, exactly. You know, when you copy, the definition of copy is you literally mimic whatever was there. Mm -hmm. When you steal something, you're trying to make it yours. Exactly. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah. So when you steal something, you don't like steal something and it's exactly the same. You steal something from this. Mm -hmm. Then you steal something from this. Yeah. And I steal something from that. You yeah. know what I mean, then I change it into my own thing. Yeah. It's not like... I take this and it's exactly the yeah. same. Nah, that's fucked. I don't I don't rate any of those mans that copy us like that. See, the thing is, like, for me, is the same. When I make logos, yeah. I try and take these different aspects of, like, of different, like, very famous ones, but I tr never try and copy it. Mm -hmm. Because if you do, people, you will literally see, like, me and other people be like, yo, that looks like this logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because you yeah. literally copied it. Mm -hmm. you, you have to take aspects of different things and make it your own or else you'll never, you'll never be original. You'll never be yeah, to facts, yourself and to the people who are watching you, to the people who see what you're doing. I feel like there's so many different types of creatives too. Because there's some people that take a lot of inspiration and then there's some people that just like in out of nowhere. I don't know. Oh, that's out of true. nowhere, that's you know true. what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, I feel yeah. like I really want to surround myself with more of those type of people. Yeah. Because they have they have ideas where you're like, damn, how did you even come up with that? How yeah. did you put your mind to something mm -hmm. like that? Right? Yeah. Like they'll come up with something on the spot or just spontaneously yeah. and then it becomes a hit yeah. I, one example is like juice world did you know juice world a lot of his songs are freestyled no way yeah a lot of his songs like he just oh, he just goes in the booth <laughs> he freestyles that shit and he's like all right that was a hit no way dead ass bro he just go nah I, I i don't got that creativity bro i don't got that creativity but i feel like that's that's like a rare trait yeah like you don't see a lot and when you find those people you got to keep them close yeah that's like your end game ideal of like what you want to be as a creative you yeah know? it's your end game and just, just like a freestyle person in general is like really it's really rare yeah no and like i've seen uh i don't know if you've seen the movie where they they freestyle rap battle oh yeah, yeah yeah I, I, uh, I, forgot I think so yeah, I, yeah I with eminem eminem right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't know what you're talking Dude, about that's, that's crazy to me that these guys are coming up with 
all this shit on the spot. Yeah, yeah. Anything you come up with on the spot is amazing to me. Because for me, I'm not the idea guy. I'm more of the execution guy. Mm. I can, you can tell me what to do and I'll know what to do. I'll like, I can make it for you. Yeah. But the thing is, it's really hard for me to come up with an idea because I don't know. It's just hard. It's just really, really hard. I can execute, but it's really hard. So you got to practice that. that Exactly. That's why I need to practice. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Even like comedians too though, like some comedians stand they, up. Yeah. Like stand up, bro. I, I put so much credit to like those comedians because they come up with shit on the spot too. Just like I that. Know, yeah. They're just, just quick witted with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, yeah, you, you have to be a very witty person to yeah, do that yeah. type of stuff. Yo, yo. So I have this I have this theory for you. What? So okay, okay, you okay. ever heard you ever heard the, the Shrek theory? No. <laughs> the <whole laughs> right, listen, 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 bro. Listen. So there's a theory that Shrek in the first movie just made up his name. And Shrek isn't actually his name. Listen, listen. So when when, when Donkey when Donkey first Okay. Like met Shrek, mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh, wh- what's your name?" And then Shrek paused. He's like, "Uh, Shrek." Shrek. <laughs> so, so this guy made up his name, and Shrek was like the first sound that came up to oh, his head. Fun. How do you? Man said, "Yo, my name's Shrek. Uh, I got a basketball game tomorrow." <laughs> Dude, what? So he paused and said, "Yo, yeah, let me, let me think of a name real quick." He's like, "Uh, Shrek." <laughs> That's like, the, that's like the first sound that came to his head. He's like, Shrek. <laughs> and he just ran with that shit, bro. And yo, he created the whole series. Yeah, because <laughs> Taken, Taken, he was in isolation for so long. He didn't have contact to mm. other people, right? So he never had a, a use for a name. Yeah, he never heard of the concept of a name or like yeah. just that concept in general. Mm-hmm. That's true. So when he, when he was asked his name, he was just like, oh, oh Shrek. <laughs> You could have said Luke. You could have said Jason. Nah, my guy said Shrek. Shrek. <laughs> no, here, there's this one theory I've seen on the backyard. Have you talked about backyard again theories? Oh, no, we haven't actually. Okay, so there's this theory how every single one of them is an actual animal. One of them is a moose. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ball, and then there's Uniqua. Mm-hmm. Uniqua is just a pink Yeah, wait, what is Uniqua? With, uh, apparently, since you know how all their adventures are imaginary. Yeah. Apparently, Uniqua is imaginary. She's an imaginary friend that doesn't actually exist. No way. The thing with this theory is every adventure they go to imaginary, it disappears. But Uniqua doesn't disappear. Yeah. She, oh, she's yeah. always there. She's so always there, yeah. What they're thinking is that Uniqua is just this constant imaginary friend that's always there with them. So she's not actually real. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, at the end of Backyardigans, when they all go to their yeah. houses, and where does Uniqua where does go? Uniqua go? <laughs> He just disappears. She disappears. No, that's fast. That's fast though. Where, where does she go? I didn't even think about that. Where the fuck? Because <laughs> you know how they have like different color houses. One for like Tyrone. Yeah, yeah, One yeah. for like Austin, what right? Fucking unique. <laughs> and what is she, bro? What is she? Is she supposed to be a bug? She's an alien, bro. Okay, and here's another theory that I saw. Yeah. Where apparently the backyardigans are after a nuclear, nuclear nah. apocalypse and how like the animals they grew into like these human creatures <laughs> apparently because like there's this episode where yeah, yeah. where before the world used to be run by cops and like because of the cops like there was this whole war and everything happened and that's what? how it was a nuclear apocalypse so apparently all these guys are mutated animals and Uniqua is just some next like alien or something some next alien that they don't know freak, it's like Mew looking at <laughs> Dude, like, yeah, that's what I saw because I was like, "What the heck?" Uniqua's imaginary, so like, I just kept going this spiral hole of seeing, seeing who the backyard against yeah, are, yeah, yeah. And, like how they came to be. It kind of, it kind of makes sense though, because because yeah. she she would look like if you had an imaginary friend that would 
that would be it. Yeah. <laughs> if any of them are imaginary, that's an imaginary oh, one. Okay, no, no. I have a scary story for you. I, in, a scary story? In, in terms of imaginary friends. Yeah. So I was babysitting my family friend's little kid, right? Yeah. And we were drawing. He was drawing his stuff. And then he goes, look, it's my... Ma-. He, I looked at his paper and it says there's a, a rocking chair with his friend on it. And there's a rocking chair in the room. Oh, shit. Okay, listen, listen. listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rocking chair in the room. I was like, oh, is that your imaginary friend? Mm-hmm. And then he points to it. Yeah. Rocking chair moves. Nah, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Yo. I've, I've told this before to my... Dude, it moved. I said, all right, yo, let's go upstairs. <laughs> And then he said, yeah, my imaginary friends are coming. I was like, no. oh my. No, dude, that's probably the scariest I've ever been. I don't care if I'm in a dark room or whatever, but that has scared me because the timing was too perfect. Yo. He pointed at the moving chair. It moved. And, and there's like, no like wind or nothing. Nah, we were in the basement. <laughs> we were in the basement. There's no Bruh. wind. No fan was on. It, mo- it was completely still until he pointed at it. Bam. Does he have like a third, or like a sixth sense? I don't know. He might I still, he might, out, bro. I don't want to find out because after that, I said, yeah, uh, it was fun babysitting <laughs> stuff. <laughs> it was fun babysitting stuff. And then that, that was it. I, I think that was the last time. I that was the last time you babysit? <laughs> and then I had another friend who babysit for them. Yeah, she, yeah. She experienced the same thing. Word. See, like they drew and also, but it wasn't a chair this time. It was like, uh. A piece of paper moved on the table because nah, the, and and the the kid said imaginary friend did it still yeah what the fuck <laughs> that's crazy wait wait are they are they Filipino yeah 100. bro I'm telling you that oh shit I just dropped <laughs> bro I'm telling you there's something about like Filipinos and like ghosts and shit yeah like how I swear almost every single Filipino has yeah, a family member always- either that had a sixth sense or like they've experienced they've some experienced sort of something like of, yeah whether it be here or even in the Philippines it's just superstitious because Filipinos are superstitious uh, yeah One of the most holy. superstitious cultures that I can think of like we have the white lady we have the aswang mm. and all that stuff and it always scared me because what if it's actually true yeah because there's so many cases at this point what if it's real I, I personally believe there's some truth to certain things, whether it be like even just like a coincidence that if you do this, that will happen. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a truth in it somewhere where that will cause like a frequency or something or like something we can't understand. Mm-hmm. For example, my Lola, right? Mm-hmm. When my little cousin was born, she has like a birthmark on her arm and she's like, OK, we have to do this ritual to take away the birthmark. So she said we need like. You know that that little thing on like a chicken's neck? Oh yeah, yeah the little flappy thing. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. flappy thing. It's how they do the cockle doodle doodle. Yeah, shit. so yeah. you had to take that. You have to burn it, and then you have to do like a, a prayer around a fire, and we'll take away the Don't the tell birthmark. Me it came off. Don't tell me, bro. She did it, and it came off. <laughs> so tell, t- hold on, tell me how that worked. Tell me how. <laughs> tell, like, give me some scientific. Like, tell me how that worked. I don't know. Fam. There's no who knows, right? Like, because there's even, for example, miracles and shit. Mm-hmm. Miracles happen every day, right? Yeah. How do you explain these miracles? It's 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 just like a crazy coincidence, or it, maybe there's something that we just don't understand. There's this superstitious presence that's mm-hmm. always there. Like with my mom, she she has all her superstitions. Yeah, and all yeah. That. Like uh, the the simple ones where you you don't watch TV with your with the the lights closed and all that stuff. And then wait, why, dude? It's it's been <laughs> scientifically proven to not the watching with your 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 TV with the lights closed. Yeah, it doesn't do anything. But my mom says no, it makes your eyes worse. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> but we all watch like in the exactly. theaters and <laughs> when exactly. it's dark. That's right? I'm like your mom. It's literally been scientifically proven. And she goes, no, 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 no. My grand, she'll she'll mm. say a random relative that I don't know. Yeah, yeah. She went blind because it because. <laughs> I was like, is it true though? Bit, I don't know. Okay, yo, here's I've the, never met. I've never met that relative. Bro. Yeah, I've he, never met him. The the thing with that too, it could be like you believe it so much that it becomes true though. It becomes, oh. Because like yeah, manifestation, yeah. right? Manifestation, yeah. Because when you believe in something so much, like mm. even if it's like a, a superstition, it's going to be true. You know what I mean? Yeah, if yeah. you think like, oh, I have to do something before my basketball game or like it has yeah, to be a certain yeah. way. I have to step on my right foot, not my left yeah. or else I'm going to have a bad game. Then if you believe that, then that's what it'll be. Yeah, at a certain point, it just becomes true to you. Yeah, it really exactly. Does. It really does. Mm-hmm. And speaking like Filipinos, we're we're probably like the, the most weird culture, I'd say. You think so? I say, I'd say we're pretty weird. I, I Maybe. say we have a weird culture, but at the same time, it's amazing because we all... 
all Filipinos would be like, yo, you know this? And we, we'd all know it. We'd yeah, all know it for some reason. True. Like, for, I'll give you an example. Like, when families would come over to your house, right? Mm-hmm. And you'd, you'd help your mom do stuff. And she says, no, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. So she tells you to stop doing it. Yeah, yeah, And then you're just sitting there not doing anything. And she goes, why aren't you helping? <laughs> <laughs> bro, I tried to help Yo, her. that happens all the time, bro. <laughs> like, I showed a video to my mom. And she's like, that's not true. And then the next day, people came over. So I tried to help. Yeah. And then she said, Anak, you're doing it wrong. I was yeah. like, okay, fine. I go away. And then she goes, Anak, why aren't you helping? I was like, I was like Mom, I showed her this. She's like, oh, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> she realized how much, how true that was to her, to like character mm. as a mom, as a Filipino mom. And you know, Filipinos, we relate a lot to not only just other Filipinos, to even like Latinos too. Yeah. And even other, because. We're technically Latino Asian, like yeah, in a we're, sense. We're, we're the Latin Asians. Bro. Yeah, because Spain colonized the Philippines, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then there was like obviously breeding of like other Asian countries in yeah, there, yeah. mixed in with like Chinese, Japanese, whatever. Mm-hmm. Even some the native Filipinos, they're dark skin. Yeah, that's they're dark skin. They have Afro hair. Oh yeah, we do. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the the tribes. Yeah, I've seen the tribes. So they, they have Afro in, hair. in a sense, like those are like the real Filipinos because they're indigenous. Indigenous, mm-hmm. right? And then when people colonized it over the, over years, because mm-hmm. I think those indigenous people they were like out of contact of the regular society, right? Yeah. Oh, because they're in like the mountains the, and shit. Yeah, and like you know how some of them are, are cannibals. No way. Yeah, some some Filipino uh, tribes are cannibals because because that's just how they've always been. If they've never gone out of that tribe so they don't know anywhere else our society and there's Yo. this video of a girl exploring the mountains yeah and you can see the tribe trying to hunt them in the background nah like they had the spears on and everything they're about that's to charge. crazy what the fuck like they didn't notice until they looked at the video again that yeah. there's a there's people behind them hunting them what the hell yeah they they hunt and then what, what they what they would do is cut off the heads and put it around the area so people would know oh like on this yeah yo, that's some like medieval shit yeah. bro <laughs> Yo, our tribes are screwed, bro. How many how many times have you been? You, you well, I mean you grew up there, right? I grew up I moved here 07. Yeah. Then I went back 2010. Mm-hmm. And then I went back again for a, a wedding. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I think it was 2015. Mm-hmm. So I've only gone back like three times. Each time I'm spoiled because you know I'm the guy from from North America. <laughs> I can speak English without yeah. the Filipino accent, you know. <laughs> so like in the wedding, they got me to read everything. I was like, bro. oh, wait. <laughs> I was like, you're just telling me this now? Like, I'm in front of you. my voice cracked. My, <laughs> I was reading. I was like, uh, John 16. <laughs> I was like, oh, sh-. yo, you know, you know how whenever you go to a Filipino party and you have a talent. And yeah. then everybody forces like, oh yo, my God. show your talent, show, show your, your talent. talent, we'll give you money. <laughs> <laughs> I guess your your talent was actually speaking English. Actually speaking English. No, and when I went back 2010, yeah. they were like, you know Robin can sing. I was like, no, I can't. <laughs> my mom. And because where my mom lives, she lives right beside a school because her mom owns owns a school. So like there's a bunch of kids there mm-hmm. and there's a whole stadium. Word, yeah. So then. You sang? One, one, <laughs> one night we just go there. Yeah. Uh, just a gathering the the whole De Leon family, the mm-hmm. Oligani family. You go there and they go, you know, Robin can sing. <laughs> and then karaoke, they turn on the karaoke. They, they put on freaking the, the Lazy Song by Bruno Mars. <laughs> I was literally going to say Bruno. I was literally going to say Bruno, Bruno Mars. Mars. The Lazy Song. And I go up. I sing for like a good minute. And I go around. Hunted pesos. Yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> you want me to sing again? <laughs> I don't sing good, but like, you want me to sing again? Like, it's actually they'll they'll they will. Uh, what's that word? They'll, they'll hype you up. They'll hike, hype you up. They'll milk the crap out of you, mm-hmm. and it's just funny. It's just funny, man. And it's good too because it's like it, it boosts up the kids' confidence. Yeah, you it know? really does. It, it really boosts does. up the kids' confidence, mm-hmm. and it's like you, you have a purpose of like, yo, do it, do it, do it, because <laughs> you get paid and shit, money. right? I'm not even gonna cap. Like, I would I would do stuff at parties just to get money, like, yeah, because I I can see that. Like, if I wanted to get a game that was coming out or something yeah. when I was little. Like, I. what do you guys want to see? <laughs> this thing, he goes up, yo, you trying to sing dance? Yo, you trying to sing? <laughs> I can't even sing or dance like that, but I'll do it. <laughs> but now you go, yo, you want to be my podcast? And then they'll get... <laughs> yeah. Now, like, because technically my talent is, like, talking. So what would I, what would I do? What would you do? You I do just talk to the Titos, bro. <laughs> go talk to your Titos. No, no, I hate that. When when they go and, like, there's these relatives that you don't even know or you haven't seen them in so long. Yeah. Like, go talk to your Tito. What am I supposed to talk about? Mm. I haven't. T- I, I don't know them. Or they they give you the phone. They're on the phone call and they go. Here. Oh yo, <laughs> that one, bro. Oh my they god. Go, Here, talk to your lola. You go. 
Hello? Yeah, <laughs> I know those exactly, bro. I know those exactly. And it's just like, um, yeah, I'm in school, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, you have a girlfriend? It's always the same. Yeah, it's always the same. You have a girlfriend. Girlfriend? No, not yet. What? Huh? Are you bakla? <laughs> Like yo, they're like, what? You already twenty years old? You yeah, know, you have a girlfriend. Like, I'm focusing on school. I what the? <laughs> like what? Yo, I swear, there's something about like, especially the the Filipinos that come here, mm-hmm. like during during high school and stuff. They always find like a significant other so quickly, bro. Like, they're yeah, always man. in a relationship right away. Like the fobs. Oh, okay, fobs. Yeah, the fobs that come over. Yeah, yeah. bro. Right away, they're in a relationship out of nowhere. Yeah, they're high school. I, I I swear, fam, like, fobs always find a way to find true love more than once even. You know what I mean? Like, they have an abundance of true it's love, like, out of nowhere. They stick together and are kind of stuck together. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're like, oh, it's because we don't understand what they're doing. Let's just stick within our group. Mm. And eventually, they're like, okay, I just want to date you. You want me to make up And it's like, oh, word, no. word, you word. You know what I mean? Because, like. It's the same with it's just same with I think with any culture. If you're just within your culture and you mm-hmm. understand, it's kind of like a bubble. It's just your bubble. It's your it's your your clique or whatever it's called. Yeah. So yeah. But it, but it's though I love I love seeing like I used to chill with some some of the ES ESL. <laughs> Yo, they're funny, bro. They're funny. <laughs> yeah, because they're so innocent. To, yeah, they're so to our culture mm-hmm. and our society that they don't even know what they're doing, and it's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because everything is so much more later mm-hmm. in the film. Like we we've been doing uh. For example, like a song would come out like Gangnam Style. Yeah. And then two years later, it'd be popular in the Philippines. Word, no is reason. it actually like that? <laughs> yeah, it'd be like a year later or it'd be like three months later. It's popular, but it's already dying out here. Like Damn, it takes that I, I didn't even know that. It takes that long for a trend to appear in the Philippines. Wow. I don't know why. <laughs> even like movies and shit, too, they get a little bit later, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. But the only thing they keep up with is K-pop. Oh, true. K-pop, but that's like K-pop. all Asia. Yeah, that's because that's that's it's in there. Taking Asia, they have their own full culture. Like, you know how we have like North American culture? Yeah. And then, like Asia is like a whole different scene. It's, it's crazy. They don't even listen to the same shit we listen to. They don't even do the same shit we do, yeah. you know what I mean? Everything's different. Like, even when it comes down to taking off your shoes when you come in the house. Yeah. Like, it's different. Like, sometimes, oh, when I oh when I was uh, working with one of my group friends yeah. in uni for a project, I mm-hmm. go and I take off my shoes. They're like, why did you take off your shoes? They don't take off their shoes, bro? <laughs> oh, my God. And I, they just walk in. I was like, bro, <laughs> your shoe, your floor's going to get dirty. He's like, no, it's okay. We have a maid. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you got a maid? Bro. I got to do that shit. <laughs> Fam, even some of my some of my black friends they take off their shoes too. Exactly. I feel yeah. like it's a, a very ethnic thing though. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, like a lot, a lot, a lot of other people do it. Where, were you born here or in the Philippines? I was born here, bro. Oh, because for me, a big culture shock for me because in the Philippines, yeah, when you um, you can just wash yourself with water and it just drains into the ground. Like you don't have to worry about a tub or oh, a sink. Really? Like the ground is literally like a sink, and you can just let the water flow. So, oh, so so you didn't have like a tile or nothing? No, it was just it was just you can let the water flow, and then there's a there's a drain. It just goes down. Oh, it's like a concrete. Yeah. Thing. Oh yeah, concrete. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. So when I came here, when I was I was I was seven years old, bro. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Alright. <laughs> bro, tell me why I took a shower in the middle of the middle of the bathroom, and yeah. I was oh, on the floor, <laughs> and the water was going into the vent. Like, <laughs> It was going. I was like, "Oh shoot, that, that's the that's the that's the drain or whatever." And yeah. it was going to the air conditioning vent. Bro, like, my my tito was like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Is this in, isn't this how you shower?" And you had like the bathtub beside you. Yeah. Dude, I it actually was. I actually just let water run on the ground. That was the biggest culture shock to me Damn. when I came here. The biggest culture shock and not cleaning after yourself. When you, you eat that fast food. Oh. Because in the Philippines, you can leave your stuff. Yeah, yeah. You, they'll have workers clean it for you. Here you don't. You gotta clean your own shit. Wait, what do you mean? And like, for example, in the McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. I can leave my tray and all the trash I had on that oh, table. Oh, and then the, the workers will take care of it. They'll take care of it. They'll take care of it. Word. Like I, I was like, why do I have to pick it up? Huh. That's so weird to me because in the Philippines, it's a Philippines is a developing country. Mm-hmm. So you would assume it'd be the, it, other it's the way opposite. Or, yeah. The other way around. That's what I would think. Yeah. But no, here, just like workers have, uh, they have their own rights and shit. They can do, mm-hmm. they, if they you don't clean it up, they don't, they don't have to do it. So I was like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like. It's just there's a lot of culture shocks I had when I moved here. It was just really funny. Yo, what's what's the thing you miss the most about the Philippines? Like you can't get here, whether it be just like even an experience. The whole 
So like, what would happen is, yeah, there's always a guy walk, walking around your neighborhood saying "taho," <laughs> it's a Filipino dessert. Mm-hmm. So you just oh, it's the tofu thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what so you're talking about. This, this is the equivalent to here is the ice cream truck coming around. Mm-hmm. That was the equivalent there. It was a, a dessert. They put the tofu and then they put the the sugar yeah, syrup yeah, yeah. or whatever, and then the tapioca ball. And you just ask your mom, "Mom, can I have like hundred pesos or whatever?" And then mm. yeah, give me one. And then you'd bring, you'd come in like that. I always enjoyed. As a big kid, I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's your favorite. <laughs> Yo, it's fire though. It I, is, I had it that. Is, it's, bro. Good. it's it's one of the things I miss, and I'd say family, just because I was one of the first uh, children mm-hmm. in in that family in my mom's side. So I was spoiled hella. Oh, true. So like they're like, oh, you want this? You yeah, want this? Yeah, yeah. You know when you're spoiled, you're gonna get big. So that's. What <laughs> <laughs> and like they'd actually get me anything I wanted, but I think it was good I moved here because it 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 humbled that fact. You're the firstborn. I was the firstborn. Mm-hmm. I I gotta get my shit myself. Yeah, because back yeah. then, but back in the Philippines, they'd be like, "You want this?" I'm like, "Yeah," and then they get it for me. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Once in a while, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Literally, just getting anything you want whenever. Yeah. But now I feel like yo Fil- Filipinos is always like a team effort type thing. Like mm-hmm. w- w- whether it be with your family, they're always they support you like crazy yeah yeah right? like e- e- even the thought of moving out mm-hmm. my parents are like no they don't want me to move out yeah me either bro yeah they me really either. don't want me to like they really want me to stay there as long as possible and it makes sense right because like mm-hmm. free food yeah you don't have to pay rent mm-hmm. all you got to do is pay for the stuff you want yeah that's, that's it and that's why I, I think filipinos we're just very family oriented culture very very family yeah 100 percent. even our neighbors they're surprised that me and my sisters they me and my brother and sister still play together in the backyard yeah. yeah we do stuff together they're like they still do that stuff and they're that old. Mm. We're like, yeah, it's, it's, it's normal. It's normal it's to normal us. For yeah. us. It's normal. Yo, um, you know those uh it's like those little medallions. I forgot what it's called. Medallions in the Philippines that you get like on the street and it's it's supposed to hold like superpowers and shit. Oh, you know what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about? It's like the and it's supposed to keep like the, the the ghost out of your house, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? I used to, yeah, I used to have that in my apartment and when when I used to live in an apartment, yeah. I had that on every window. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yo. But the thing is, it freaked me out because, like, if it absorbs the energy, isn't it going to stay in there? Like, what if it comes out? And does it, it absorb uh, the energy? I don't know what it does, though. I, I think either repels or it absorbs bad energy. And, like, mm-hmm. that, that's what happens. And I was like, why? Uh, I tell my parents, why do we have this? It's to keep bad energy out. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. That, it always freaked me out because it's on my window. And if I have my window open in the middle of the night sometimes, I'd hear a tap and I get scared. Or <laughs> <laughs> like now I'm not as scared anymore of some things, but back when I was a kid, because my parents were really especially my mom, yeah, because they're superstitious. I was I was afraid of everything. I was like back then when I was a kid. Did they tell you a lot about ghosts and stuff? Not not as much. No. Not as much as other people that I yeah, know. Yeah. They've been told a lot. For me, they kind of kept me within a, a circle or whatever, so mm-hmm. they so that I wouldn't be exposed too much of that stuff. Mm-hmm. How about you, bro? I'm like, cause I've never been to the Philippines yet, mm. eh? Like, really? Never, never been. And you're, oh my god! I never been, you bro. You gotta go, bro. I'm 21, haven't been to the Philippines yet. I mean, if you go there, imagine yeah, there's a man who's watched jumpers jump. I, no, yo, you. we have some. Yeah, I think, I think our second country, cause we're highest in the United States, yeah. then Philippines, Philippines, and then Canada. Holy, you got a hell of Filipino. Yeah, fans, yeah, we got hella Filipino fans. <laughs> And, and then uh, I remember someone hit me up like they, they want it like translated in Tagalog. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, that's so cool. There's, a, there's like that's a lot cool. of people that watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you got to translate your videos to different languages. Mm-hmm. Maybe when when we're big enough, maybe we'll, we'll go out there and do like a like a meet and greet or some shit. Yo, nah, dude, Filipinos are gonna go crazy. Filipinos are crazy, man. <laughs> They're gonna go crazy for that stuff. Mm. Yo, you know GMA and like those like GMA, TFC, yeah, yeah TFC yeah. and stuff. Whenever I watch that or like whenever my Lola watches it, I always see like the television shows and it's always so low budget where it's like <laughs> how did they even get how did they get allowed to make that their budget is probably lower than <laughs> than what you have now <laughs> they probably don't even have these cameras that you're using right now they don't got anything that you got they don't you probably don't even have lights yeah that you have right now it's so low budget but it's made it so iconic to the philippines i know it's so iconic exactly. though right like it's i don't so think they iconic. want they don't want better yeah exactly and like my parents still watch it like my parents have moved on from that they do k-drama now yeah and all that but like when they used to do it it was like non-stop they would watch mm-hmm. it'd be like so stupid like the the mom would get hurt in the arm and she'd be carried out in a stretcher bro <laughs> like why and the the mom <laughs> there'd be a breakup scene and then the girl would fall and she'd go like that like yeah, all yeah. Over, like why but like 
it's iconic to the Philippines. Yeah, it bro. is. And it's like, iconic. They love. They kind of like that. Um, they're so we're extra. Yeah, we're very extra. Mm-hmm. We're very extra people. I always think like, what if somebody with really good editing skills or has like a really good vision, creative direction, goes out there and makes TV there? Because Loki, I think they would do really well. I think they would, but I don't think they'd be. There's, as, there's no money in it. I don't think they would be as appreciated for their work they do because I don't think they'll know how much he's actually put into the work, you know? Because oh, okay, people okay. are so used to that low-budget movie. They like it They like it like they, that. Like, that's their norm. Yeah. So if you if they see something high-budget, something like this, they'll be like, what? I, I don't even realize what I'm watching. It just looks like a normal... They don't they, they won't realize, like, how much money and time you spend on something like this. Yeah, I guess so. That's, that's true. Yeah. That's true. But I would like to see, like, yeah. let's, for example, you. You should go out there and make some <laughs> movies, bro. Make some television nah, shows. But the thing is, Filipino horror movies are scary. Yo, they're it's the scariest. so scary how low budget it is that mm. they have to get real. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even, it's, it's real paranormal shit. It's, it's not even, real. like, they have no money for effects. That's real yeah, stuff. that's real. Like, you see the girl getting freaking possessed. taken over by being possessed. And, like, yo, I don't know if that's real or fake. And I know, yeah. I don't know if that's real or fake. And they take out the, cr- the freaking cross and then they cure the person i was like what the heck like, yeah you ever seen me even more you ever seen like a possession in real life like in no, the no, nah? no 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 because no. i heard that happens that happens out it there happens bro. a lot but like in the more like poor areas it happens a lot word yeah yeah, yeah. but like uh, i remember i was so I'm, I'm part of this like christian community right mm-hmm. and we had this retreat mm-hmm. where we stayed overnight at the place mm-hmm. and the beds they're the type of beds you'd see of, of people getting possessed and they have to like handcuff them. No way. And I had to sleep on that bed, bro. I was bro. So <laughs> I felt some energy running through. Yo, what the hell? And like some of the beds were like shaking and like broken. Yeah. Cause like cause, cause it, it's been it's been used. <laughs> bro, I slept there one night. I'm telling my parents, like, mom, I'm never going back there again. Even my mom was scared. My whole family was scared because Bro, the beds look so like the ones you see in the movies of yeah. people getting possessed and them shaking out of it mm-hmm. that no one wanted to sleep in the bed. Bro, and, did they have and, like handcuffs on there then, or some shit? No, no, no. <laughs> and then there's just one picture of a priest in yeah. black and white, which just made even, it was just the only picture in the room and it was this just a priest in black and white. Uh, it just made the He's whole- He's the man doing the, the possessions. <laughs> the whole experience just made it even scarier. I don't know, like it could be normal, it's just- I'm, we were just paranoid to that stuff. So, mm. yeah. Yo, I have a story, right? Like, my my Tito, when he was in the Philippines, yeah. my cousin, actually, my little cousin, apparently she got possessed. And when she got possessed, she was, like, speaking in tongues. She's, like, speaking, like, gibberish, right? Minecraft enchanting table. Yo, ser- <laughs> like, literally. And what was crazy was my uncle was trying to, like, hold her. Mm-hmm. And she was stronger than him. Like, little girl. I'm talking, like, six years old, bro. Stronger than, like, Just a, a grown old, man, yeah, bro. Grown Just man. a grown man. Stronger than a grown man, bro. I, like, Have you met her? Yeah, like, I, I know her. Oh, my gosh. And I look at her, I'm like, no way. You're like, possessed? <laughs> it's crazy. Did you ever ask you, are you 100% cure? <laughs> no, you're possessed? Like, what if that shit no, passes I, I on? Think, I think, like, they did prayers and, and stuff for her, and then mm, it was okay. all the way. But, yo, there's so many stories like that, bro. Yeah, like, no, my parents don't have that much uh, in terms, but I know a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. A lot of stories where just really weird stuff happens, especially, uh, and even miracles, right, being cured. Yeah. Oh, and my, my dad, he's had an experience where, so when he was a kid, mm-hmm. he was he he was on the roof of his house carrying a, a chicken coop or a box, right? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. He's trying to bring it down. And this guy fell from a roof, okay? Oh, shit. He fell from a roof, but he said that he felt an, a presence of an angel, like, letting him No way. Down. So my dad wasn't hurt at all. He Yo, wasn't hurt that's at crazy. All, bro. That's crazy. It's, and the thing is, I've seen multiple stories like that, too, yeah, where people, yeah. like, commit suicide, but then there's, like, an angel that, like, they feel something grab onto them so that they go slowly down onto the thing. No way. And my dad had experienced that. He told me he jumped off a roof, bro. How are you gonna? How you, he fell off a roof. Yeah, like he didn't mean to jump off. He fell off a roof and he felt a presence slowly bring him down. Damn. And that's why he's never hurt. And he always brings up that story because it's just cool. It's like yeah, just experiencing anything like that. I think especially if a person was to commit suicide, I think that's like a life changing. Oh, thing for, for sure, them. It's like, bro. bro, you're meant to do something. You're for meant sure. to do something. So. Yeah. I, I really need to go out there, bro. I really need to go out there. <laughs> you need to go there. I think you're going to see how big basketball culture and sequel culture is actually there. Yeah, Secret it's huge there. Is, it's pretty big, but since there's Green Hills, there's a lot of reps. Oh, so yeah, like, yeah. You know. It's all fake. And like, for some reason, everyone in the Philippines wears a puffer jacket to show their... Why? They wear a puffer it's jacket there, and though. full pants just to show that they got money. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because... 
Filipinos, there's families who have a lot of pride. Okay? Oh. And there's families who got, they got a lot of pride. They always got to show off. Then, mm-hmm. well, we do this, we do that, we got money to buy this. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, that's that, that's like the one thing. There's also like very toxic Filipino culture, right? Oh, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? The, very, the flexors and stuff. The flexors, there's also the fact that you always got to be a nurse. Oh, yeah, bro. Yeah. Well, what are your thoughts on that, man? Like, because I feel like your parents, they're very lenient on yeah. your career, for so, sure. For sure, they have been. Uh, like, I do feel that they, they've obviously hope that i went into engineering yeah that's why i took freaking physics and calculus in grade 12 for because, no reason yeah because just, the, the just backup to make to, sure just mm-hmm. to make sure that they wouldn't if they ever disapproved of my career path that i could go the way they want yeah and i feel like a lot of filipinos like our age or younger are scared to go off just because they want to stay within that that stereotype right mm, that, that makes sense which it's scary like it was scary when i asked my parents but yeah. they apparently they're really lenient they're like yeah, you can do it. I was like, damn. Because I think it's a new kind of the the film that come here. Yeah, to come here. It's like a new generation, and if things are changing. I I see a lot of things are getting way better. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, how about you? How about your parents? Bro, they didn't want me to do this, man. But this, like yeah, the podcast. But they're they're very like they're very understanding. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I feel like once once you prove yourself, yeah, then then you you deserve the respect yeah. to do it. Once you prove that it can go somewhere and you can make some sort of. Because I feel it's very important that they can see that money comes out of this. Yeah, yeah. If they in because it has they, to make sense at the same time, right? Sense, right? Like even even if I was if I was a parent, I wouldn't let my son or like my my child to do something where I didn't see a future in mm-hmm. because that's just me being protective, which I understand. Yeah, yeah and yeah. that's their job. That's their job to do that until I see like proof. Like if you can prove to me, then I'm gonna accept it. You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is really good, and I feel like as as times go on, as like new generation comes, like it's gonna be more people can really follow their dreams now. Yeah, like Filipinos are very, uh, we're very, how do you say, it? we're very flexible. Yeah, like, we we can encompass a lot of things. You mm. know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of, there's also those like the hood Filipino man, <laughs> and then you got the posh, you got the rich Filipino man. So yeah. We got, we cover this whole spectrum of almost. Yeah, everything. there's there's so many like uh, archetypes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, feel me? you got the barber Filipino. <laughs> <laughs> then you got the ukulele the Filipinos. You, you got the Hooper with the the, the ball shoes hanging yeah. off the back. Like there's so there's like different types, and it's it's cool. I mean, it's cool to see all that stuff. You know, it's just how we've put ourselves into this Western culture and mm-hmm. just see what we've become. It's actually really cool. Yo, well, one thing though is I feel like there's not many or there's not really any influencers or kind of role models for Filipino youth besides like Manny Pacquiao, in my opinion. Yeah, because like yeah, could you name true. could you name one? No. Besides I'll, I'll, Manny Pacquiao. Besides Manny Pacquiao, I cannot give you one. I cannot give you one. Everybody else is like half. Yeah. Everybody else is half, like half Filipino. Yeah, yeah. They were like, oh, oh no. There's also this thing I saw where every Filipino is like this. Like, oh, they, he's half Filipino. Ariana Grande, half Filipino. Like, <laughs> we'll, we'll claim as much as we yeah, can. Yeah, they'll, they'll claim. Uh, one fourth Filipino. Olivia <laughs> Rodrigo. <laughs> Yo, her music slaps. Yeah, bro. she's nice though. She's nice. <laughs> she's nice with it. She's repping. Yeah. She's repping it. Dude, it's, it's just, we try and take as much, like, credit for a lot of stuff mm-hmm. even though it's like oh it's half filipino or whatever mm-hmm. but like that question where can you can i think of one no i can't and i feel like we need to find somebody bro hey man that could be you <laughs> that could be you you gavin and all your stuff that could be you guys because right now especially since you have a viewing from the philippines mm-hmm. that's your second most viewed i think that's good because you're showing them you can do this shit mm-hmm. and like doing this shit like especially manifesting yeah manifesting is very important you've already emphasized on that mm-hmm. manifesting just anything is really important just to you speak it into existence so that it comes to existence yeah because plain and simple my biggest thing like my biggest kind of motto is to just follow your dreams and make your life what you want to make it Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I feel like as harsh as it sounds is like we're all going to die at some point. Mm-hmm. And if you're on the pursuit of something that you don't want to do, I feel like it's wasted. It's wasted. 100% wasted. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I know people who wasted their time on their first year saying, oh, I don't even want to do this. Mm-hmm. And then they change. But see, I don't I don't think that's such a bad idea to at least try something mm-hmm. first. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. for example, me, I went, I went into marketing, like school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did learn stuff there, but it just wasn't for me. I didn't think, I didn't see a future with that path. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I decided to go on a different path, right? Yeah. But it really took for me to see that first to at least, like, be in that position yeah. and then realize, like, okay, I can't do it like this. So let me see what this is like instead. Yeah, it's right? really just taking the risk, man. Mm-hmm. Like what you did, like doing this full time, that's a huge risk and yeah. it paid off. It's 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 a payoff. You did you just gotta be consistent. You gotta mm-hmm. market yourself properly, you gotta advertise yourself properly. Yeah. 
and you got you just do it and then it happens it's really all about hard work yo because a lot of people they don't they don't they think it's really easy and they think it's like yo you just have fun all the time they don't yeah, see the they don't see yeah, the hard yeah. parts of it the right? hard part. they don't really yeah. see the hard parts and for you especially because you're like you're in that field of editing of like media yeah you get to see like the behind the scenes how mm-hmm. how all the hours of work go yeah. into it how all the planning gets put in you know what i mean mm-hmm. yo if you guys didn't know me and robin actually did like a documentary way back <laughs> The fashion documentary. Yeah, the fashion oh documentary. We did it that, for high school. <laughs> hey man, that that was probably the beginning. Not gonna lie, that was when I realized, oh shit, this is actually kind of fun. Yeah, that's when I realized, like, yo, I can make a career. Like, I want to make a career out of this. Mm-hmm. I want to do something that actually brings joy to what I'm doing, yeah. rather than just sitting in a cubicle and all that. Like, no hate to men to do the cubicle because I know some of you guys enjoy mm-hmm. it. Like, that's what you want to do, but it's not for me. And I yeah. wanted to find something. Or like I could work from home and still make, mm-hmm. still do the stuff. Because like yo, for for me, it especially it's like if I'm gonna work so hard, if I'm gonna work like all of my effort into something, it's got to be for something I really want to do. Yeah. It can't be like I'm working twelve hour shifts or some job that I don't want to do. Yeah. I mean something that I'm not looking toward or yeah. like I don't see a future of myself being in. Yeah, right. It's got to be something that's it literally has to be my yeah. dream. Yeah. Or I'm not gonna be doing it. Yeah. And the, that's the thing, especially like speaking of like toxic Filipino culture is because a lot of kids are pressured because they, they want to be uh, they want to be praised by their parents. Yeah. So they, they stick with the nursing. Right. Mm-hmm. And then like second year, third year, they gas out. Mm-hmm. They gas out because, yo, this is too hard. They put so much time and effort. Are they enjoying it? No. Yeah. So then it like you really you really got to find out early as much as possible. Find it early as possible what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Because at that point, then you can start honing your skills. You got, you can yeah. start doing what you want to do. So, like, shout out to Pazani, you know. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> our teacher. <laughs> our media arts teacher, ComTech teacher. Yeah. He like, taught us a lot. He, he, he taught, taught us, us a lot. He taught us what we needed to know in order for us to do what we wanted to do. Yeah. He, he, he showed us that there's tools that you can use to do mm-hmm. what you want to do. And we didn't know it at the time, but we, we use it. that shit today. Yeah. You know what I mean? I use it every day, bro. Like, no... I, I use this thing Facts. constantly. We we use what we learned in that class. It, it, it's a comp tech class, by yeah. the way. So it's like all editing and like communications technology. Yeah, communication technology. So we we use those skills today. Like I use that more than freaking math. <laughs> you know what I mean? I use that more than like yeah. what I learned in history. Yeah. Like a good example I can think of is Joseph. Joseph Shinu. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, he's done so much in terms because he wanted to do sports photography, and now. Dude, this guy went to, what was it, Florida or L.A.? I don't know mm-hmm. where he went. He went to Miami, I think. He went to Miami, yeah. and this guy did a shoot for, for basketball players. This mm-hmm. guy did shoots for, for gyms and stuff, and it, like, looks hella professional. Yeah. And, like, uh, remember that video he released when the, the Raptors won the championship? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember, yeah. yeah. Dude, and it got reposted on the Raptors. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, it's because he was consistent, and he really wanted to do it, yeah. so he did it. It's just really about wanting to do something. Just go, go. For and just it. shooting your shot, like fucking really jumpers jump, like literally. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you want to go do something, go jump towards yeah, exactly, your dreams, bro. Wow. Take your shot, my. <laughs> take your take shot, that bro. jump shot, bro. Yeah, take that jump shot. Because yo, like, was it Michael Jordan? You miss all the shots you don't take. You miss hundred percent of shots you don't take, bro. 100%. So t- just keep taking shots, mm-hmm. and I feel like the, it's never too late, too. Yeah. It's never too late because you can you can still pick something up yeah. as as he, I think Gary V he was like already thirty something like late thirties yeah, yeah yeah and he he went into digital marketing at like late thirties exactly. bro and look at it, look where he is now he's known for digital marketing yeah, and there's men who go up to him yo I want to be like this or this and he just tell him yo just do this this or this mm-hmm. and you're blessed it really you just gotta have the mentality you mm-hmm. you, you, you gotta have a strong mentality that's it mm-hmm. so what's the What's what's Robin's what's Robin's end goal? For me, because well, like, what do you want to see? Like, well, what's what's a best case scenario? What do you want to? What's your dream, bro? I want to hear your dream. My dream is to be able to work for myself, where I don't have to worry about anyone else, just myself, and maybe like a a, a crew, whatever, mm-hmm. and work for big companies like Nike, make commercials for Nike, make ads mm-hmm. for Nike. I really like you don't really understand how much advertising actually is involved into our culture yeah there's so much of it so much like as simple as for example me wearing these beats yeah be an ad for beats and you wouldn't have known it yeah exactly the the me using this mic Mm. is an ad for is road yeah it's really (laughs) not sponsored (laughs) that's fine but if you want to sponsor sponsor (laughs) you know right here like 
it's as simple as just product placement, bro. Like yeah. everything here could be an ad for something, mm-hmm. and you wouldn't have known it. Exactly. And, and there's and there's like a genius to it. Like for example, I don't know if you've seen the recent McDonald's uh, campaign they had for With their BTS. No, not that one. Not that yeah. one. Twenty four. They're trying to show that they were twenty four seven, and then they showed like the McDonald's logo arch appearing on like lights late at night, mm. and you realize that there was like a lot of thought process. Even though it's so simple, so genius. Yeah. You think that it was like a on the spot that mm. shit there was a lot of work gone into that yeah so like i'm trying to be someone where be like yo i want to take inspiration from his work mm. that he did because that shit was amazing so you want to be a creative director then yes that's what creative director and art director because mm-hmm. creative director you're more of the idea guy right the- bro just talk to me more fam. Exactly. like i don't know we don't show more fam. <laughs> i'm literally that's literally my job <laughs> Dude, yeah, yeah, eventually, yeah we'll, we'll we'll come up yo we'll, we'll come out with freaking merch for this shit we'll come up <laughs> yeah we gotta I'm do down. something i'm down because i'm more of the guy who does stuff mm-hmm. so for me it's hard to come up with an end goal because i don't really I'm not that great at coming these, like I, as I said. Yeah. But I can make stuff. I I know how to make stuff. You got I the have skills the tools necessary. required. Because I've I've ventured off into a lot of different things. I tried doing podcasts. I tried yeah. doing YouTube videos. I tried doing uh, graphic designing, uh, video editing, all that. I've tried it because I wanted to see what I like. Yeah. And I've done that in the span of like a few years. Sure, it's time, mm-hmm. but at least I found out what I wanted to do. Which is good. That, that's yeah. it's important because you need to you need to find out like what you really love to do, yeah. and you need to find something that it doesn't feel like work. Yeah, you know I mean, you do something where it doesn't feel like work, and you just you just love yeah. doing it. Yeah, that's my end goal. I want to do something so it doesn't feel like work. That's mm. it. Uh, sure, money's an extra, but like yeah. I want to do it so that I can enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, money will just be a plus, but it really is just doing something so that it doesn't feel like work. Bam! Like one of the biggest things I really want to do with not just this podcast, with just like whatever I do in general is just bring the people that were there from the start with me. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I'm telling you, like, if you ever want, like you need right. work, collab soon. I got you. <laughs> no, nah, like dead ass. Cause look at, look at Brandon, bro. Brandon came on the podcast and then mm-hmm. he has like a little bit of following on Twitch yeah, now. You know what I mean? I Twitch. just love to give people like that, that, that chance. Yeah. Like even true. Josh, Josh is getting a little bit of, of like attention now is anything like modeling or something like i, I seen he posts something like he's yeah, yeah. Oh. He, he wants to he wants to do um he, he wants to start making content too which like i'm pushing for him to do that you know what i mean why not fam he's right? been on here multiple times yeah he's gotta do it because because the the support is real and like mm-hmm. if if i can if i can help my friends out yeah and get them a little bit head start on something yeah. like that means more to me than like freaking that's such an important thing like yeah. i want to see done getting those men who were with you from the beginning and like like for example drake look at drake yeah all of like drake's crew that's all of his friends from high school bro Whoa, that's like his childhood yeah, friends if you really ba- yeah. if you really bag it like ovio yeah. nico yeah like 40 he's known those guys for mm-hmm. years yeah, you, you, you just got to bring those guys up from the beginning with you. That's really it. Mm-hmm. Like, you're you're along for the ride. Yeah. You're on the ride with me. And if I'm successful, I'm bringing everyone else with you. Exactly. That's the mentality. And that's the mentality that a lot of people should have. Mm-hmm. Like, because I know some people will get famous and forget and think everyone was fake. But, like, bro, calm down. Mm-hmm. They were there with you, bro. Bring them with you. Bam. The biggest thing for me is, like, I never want to change. Like, I always stay mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. They have a chance. From no. high school, I'm still the same that, person. No <laughs> matter what, I'm still the same person. You're still the same. You're still like, obviously you've matured, but you, in terms of personality, what you wanted to do, mm-hmm. it's, still, it's still been the same. Yeah. It's still been the same person. That's it. Mm-hmm. Just just like honing in. Yeah. Honing on your true self. Honing on and as you get older, bro, like you, you start you start to see yourself really become you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If, if that makes sense. Like you start to be your true self as you grow older as you mature you start to take on like life lessons you get experience with things and you become the real you yeah you you, you realize your your tendencies you realize what you do best what you don't do best yeah and you just find out yeah yo this is what i'm gonna do that's Mm -hmm. it because i feel like even when we're in high school for for all the high schoolers out there like when you're younger you start you you get to do things maybe you wouldn't even do like if you were an influence to do it you know what i mean so keep in mind whenever you let's say like you get into a certain hobby or a certain thing try and step back and realize like why am i really doing it right mm-hmm. is it to impress somebody yeah. is it to is it because i actually love it or is it because it's because everybody else is doing it yeah and if you want to do something else and step away from that norm or step yeah. away from that like everybody's going down the same road because it's popular yeah because it's trending nah really go find your own path yeah. you know what i mean like as much as it has been said 
no one gives a crap about popularity, bro. Yeah. Like, we realize, I, I think that's what we realized early. Like, we don't care about being popular. We wanted to, high school, you figure out, you do stuff that you really want to do because you'll find the people that'll want to do it with you. Exactly. That high school is where you find the people who really fuck with the stuff you're doing. Yeah. And will follow you. And then you're, you'll all help each other. You'll all, like, yo, I can do this for you. I can do that for you. And, mm -hmm. all that. and like, that's where you really find, like, who cares about being popular, bro? Like, a lot of mans fell off, I must say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause, cause really, all, all it is is just like finding true character. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Just finding true character. Yeah. If you can find that, it's worth more than fucking clout. Fucking, none of that matters at the end of the day. Yeah. What really matters is the experiences you share and the people you still can, like, hit yeah. up to this day. Yeah. I mean, I've known you for how long now? Yeah, like, we, bro, we, we we don't really talk to each other. Like, we, we, we don't talk to each other every day. Yeah, but, but whenever like, you hit me up, like, yo, okay. Exactly. Like, it's like no time lost. No time you know lost. I mean? Yeah. No it's, time it's lost. It's as if you've never even seen them for that long. Like, yeah. It's as if it, you've always been with them. Exactly. Like, yeah. for example, for example, Josh, we could, we could, I could not talk to him for a year, but if he comes in the room, <laughs> we're still talking like our last conversation. <laughs> Your last conversation was there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you just gotta find those guys. Yeah, you gotta find those people. Keep them close in your heart. You know, keep them around you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, we'll end it there though. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks for coming in, bro. Appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. No. Thank you, fam. Thank you. Thank thanks you. for coming. If you want to plug anything, just plug it um, now, bro. Um. Yo, I stream on Twitch with a bunch of friends. Uh, man, to hop on, and I also do a podcast. Right now, we don't got stuff coming out. But Disruptive Podcast, check that out. Yo, I gotta hop on that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, Spencer wanted you to hop yeah, on, yeah. so eventually, once we can like come into a into one room because mm -hmm. i feel like it's way more authentic like this yeah yeah for sure for how sure. we were doing it we were doing over video so like mm -hmm. i wouldn't really see him but it'd be a recording of him and be a recording of me yeah like it doesn't feel authentic i yeah, want it yeah. to be like this next time when you come on it has to be like this mm -hmm. we're one-on-one -on -one, we're like talking to each other like that's how we want it to be mm -hmm. but yeah we got some previous episodes but it's more it's more during the time that happened, but you want to watch it, you got to watch it. It's there. Yeah, I'll plug it in the, in the bio. And yeah, right. thanks for watching. Appreciate the sport. Jumpers Jump out. Yeah. <laughs>